Okay, um, hello uh, Creative Pack listeners, it's day seven, it's Scott here and I'm joined by a photographer, Thomas Lufard. Did I get it right that time? Yes, more or less. More or less. Slaughtering names as I go, it's great stuff. Um, Thomas is a, an incredible photographer who recently released uh, two ebooks out into the community, uh, Going Candid and Collecting Souls. Um, first of all, I, I think they're incredible books and I've really enjoyed looking through both of them and the images are just outstanding. Which... I don't know if you can make any response to that kind of statement, but there we go. Um, okay. But one, one thing I thought was particularly interesting was your, um, you, you kind of talked about while you had access to equipment that you did want, you were, you were very happy. You feel that you could use any equipment or, or that the equipment's not important? Do you? The, yes, actually the equipment is not as important as everybody thinks, especially in Europe or in Switzerland. People are always thinking that the equipment is the most important thing, that you make better photos with a better camera and things like that. And then I always bring the example, for example, the Swiss tennis player Roger Federer. If you would have his racket, you would not play any better. But he could probably play with any racket much, much better than you can do. So it's more like the talent than the equipment. And the same thing is in photography, I think. Yeah, I agree entirely. I'm a, I, I actually uh, use and buy secondhand cameras, di digital ones, but nonetheless always buy secondhand ones, and I've never felt there's been a problem with that. I also noticed that you're, you're a big fan of primes, uh, fast primes. Could you? Yes, the thing with the primes is actually very simple. They are, in general, much cheaper compared to the quality you get. You only get one... Uh, one focal length, but this is not a problem. So you get a very good quality, a very open aperture, and the, also the size of the lens is much smaller. And on the street, this is very important that you are not as visible as like a journalist or like a studio photographer with a big camera, with a big lens. And the prime, hel uh, prime lens helps that very much that you, that you have a the smallest uh, volume of camera possible. And another good thing is you will know how the frame will look like because 50 millimeters is always 50 millimeters. So after a certain time, you know how far or how close you have to go to put the person perfectly into the frame. And also it's uh, an advantage that you don't have to zoom. So you, lo you lose or you gain the amount of time you would have to zoom to frame your photo. So you can be prepared better, you know how the frame is going to look like. You approach the person, look for the viewfinder, compose and press the button. So you save the time of uh, zooming. Yeah, it's, um, you, you learn what your camera is going to see through the, you know, what's going to be in the, in the frame for the camera and then you know where to stand in relation to what you want in the frame. Yes, correct. And it's, it's immediately there. That's cool. Um, and on a personal note, I noticed we've um, we've kind of gone in a in a kind of opposite direction because I actually started shooting with a fifty a fifty mil on my camera and then moved to an eighty five. And you suggest that you actually went the other way, is it? Yes, I came from an eighty five. That's what my name is called, and I'm on a fifty now, especially for my portraits. And I would like to go even lower, especially for like full scenes. I would like to go close with a 28 or 35 millimeter to have a full scene uh, captured. 
I think street photography is direct and close and not from the other side of the street. So, of course, as a beginner, you cannot just approach people. That's for sure that a lot of people have a lot of problems with that. There, a longer lens would help. But in the end, you should have a 35 millimeter on a full frame. And this is probably the real thing. And you should do it with that. Maybe for a portrait, with close-up portrait, a 35 millimeter is not the right thing. But for a full scene, this would be the ideal focal length. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, you mentioned in your books that uh, street photography changed your life. or Yes. It's a big, big word, but it's also it. It is. I was, I was fascinated to read that, and I was wondering if you care to share a little bit about that. Yes, actually, it started about two and a half years ago. I started slowly in street photography with my eighty-five millimeter. The goal was just to shoot only with that lens on the street. I created a, a separate profile just for that on an online community. At the beginning, nobody knew that that was me. And uh, then I started to shoot different things closer with other focal length. And about a year ago, I met Eric Kim from Los Angeles. I think yeah. most of the street photographers know him. Yeah, yeah. And he actually was asking or asking the community for donations for a trip to Beirut, Lebanon, to teach a street photography workshop. And sometimes I have some crazy ideas. I thought, why not joining this guy to Beirut? And the question was how I would approach, how I could do that. So I just told him, okay, I pay you the flight, or at least a big part of the flight, but I want to join you. And then he said, okay, I have to ask the guy who organizes everything, and he was fine with it. So I paid about two thirds of his flight, could join him. And this was actually the beginning of my, let's say, career, if you can say that. And I met a lot of people over the internet. I started using Flickr intensively. I got a lot of followers. And yes, this started everything. And I really got into it. And then I started to write a blog. Somebody said, why don't you write a book? Then I wrote one. I was <laughs> that quick and in the mood to write another one and uh, yes that's how it changed my life and for me now street photography is like the main thing in my life I every day think a lot about it it is really changing my behavior like traveling I only travel to cities I don't go to the beach actually I never liked the beach but I only I, I go to work for work to to earn money, and the rest is about street photography. Oh, fantastic stuff! Now you you mentioned your two books, uh, Going Candid and then Collecting Souls, which are available from your website at eighty five mil ch, and you they're completely free of charge as ebooks. Could you make a comment about that? Because they are they for people who haven't read them, they are they're proper books. They're prop, they're very well written. The picture the imagery is incredible. How come? Yeah. Yes, that's a question a lot of people ask. My brother, who is a financial controller, he couldn't believe that I gifted them away for free. He even said if something is free, it's not worth anything. Uh, maybe you compare it to Wikipedia. It's also free and it's probably the best resource or one of the best resources on the internet. It, uh, you find probably everything there. And for me, I said, I have a full-time job. I earn enough money to, to get everything I need. 
there are a lot of people out there who want to learn. Street photography should be available to anybody. It is actually available to anybody. Also, the knowledge should be available to anybody. And I said, okay, I give it out for free. I did a lot of F4. I wrote, I don't know how many hours, but it was never uh, the goal to earn money with it because money would not increase the quality of my photos. It would not change my life. It would not add anything to my life. So that's why it is for free. Sure, there were like 50 or 60,000 people downloading the first book. And a lot of people would say, if just everybody would pay one dollar, you would be you would earn a lot of money. But I think if it would cost something, there would be not as many downloads and it would be completely different. So uh, that's more or less why. Yeah. Well, uh, t t thank you very much for your time today. It's been it's, it's been incredible to, to to speak to you and it's been very interesting to find out more about more about these things. So uh, thank you very much. Um, I'll mention your site again at 85mm.ch where people can go and get these books and see some of your other imagery as well. Is there anywhere else they should look for you? or? No, actually on the website they have, on the info section, they have all the links to all the social media like Facebook, Flickr, Twitter, Google+. I highly recommend Google+, because there are, this is, I call it the Facebook for the photographers. So if you are in photography, quit Facebook and go to Google+. <laughs> it's the best thing you can do. And I reached uh, 10,000 followers today. Oh, so congratulations. Uh, <laughs> thank you. It's very, very special within like 60 days or something. Mm. So that shows if you are into photography and have some good photos, there is probably the platform you should go to. Yes, yes. I, um, I uh, Scott, actually have some Google Plus invites left. So, you know, I just mentioned that. Yes, I, I have one some as well. I think that's not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, th th thank you very much. Thank you very much, Scott. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you.